0: Welcome to the Lake Forest Podcast, a podcast about the lovely city of Lake Forest, featuring topics like local news, sports, music, people, and food. My name is Pete, and we have a special guest today, the Shark Guy. Who is the Shark Guy? We're going to find out. The show is sponsored by Shark Guy Beach Fishing. They're the premier South Florida beach fishing experience on Longboat Key, Florida, The world-renowned captains not only put you on the fish, but they'll help you and your family make a memory of a lifetime. Check them out on Facebook or at SharkGuyBeachFishing.com to schedule an outing. Shark Guy is that guy for your next charter. We'd also like to say we're thankful for our Patreon supporters, Reverend Luke Back from the Church of the Holy Spirit. Matt A., Elizabeth B., of Lance, Auto, RDM, and the Brock Stop Breakfast Group in Kenosha. How you doing, neighbors to the north? Okay, so Shark Guy, who are you, Mr. Guy?
1: Well, you know, actually, normally, uh, you uh, I think you say, it's nice weather outside, but you know where it's nicer? Right?
0: <laughs> Florida. Right. Oh, uh, what you got there?
1: Uh, 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 uh the statue. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's uh, it is beautiful today. It's uh, probably seventy-five degrees. I can't see, I can't see a cloud, but clouds do roll in. Yeah. Uh, and we're two miles into the Gulf of Mexico, off of uh, Sarasota, Florida. What's that? The name? west
0: side. You're on the west side of Florida, northwest side. Yeah, sort of wet, by the uh,
1: west side of Florida, hour south of Tampa, get you to Sarasota and then go 2 miles out into the gulf and you'll run into my little island, uh, Longboat Key. And uh there's a number of and a key is just an island. Um there's a yeah, number yeah. of keys here, uh Siesta Key, St. Armands Key, uh uh Anna Maria Island and Longboat.
0: All right, Mr. Shark Guy. Is your first name Rob?
1: Uh, Well, not on any of my uh, published materials. uh, Those that truly understand the innards of Shark Guy would know that, yes, there's a person named Rob at the root.
0: Now, is it Captain Rob?
1: So I I do beach fishing, and so when I book – people onto a certain date. I do call yeah. it a charter and, okay. and people are like, you charter, but you're on the beach. And it's like, well, I don't know a better word. So if anybody has a better word for that. Uh, but yeah, I, mean, I I am a captain and um, I'm also looking for other captains. 75% of the interview is, are you retired? Yeah. The other 25% of the interview is, could I stand to sit with you for three hours on a beach and talk about God knows. So So, that's the only criteria to become a 1099 shark guy charter captain yourself. You got to come down into paradise and you got to be, uh, uh, retired and you got to be able to communicate with
0: people. So Rob, what is, how do you do beach fishing? You get, you get your guy, you go out on the beach you gotta you gotta put your bait on there. I'm a city guy, I, you know. I don't yeah. maybe Lincoln Park, maybe Smelt. Smelt is you know all all that I know. Yeah. B- but uh, you get a little bait, you get a big hook, and you uh, you cast out. Like how, where do those how sharks easy come easy in? That?
1: And then when you catch the shark, you gotta not get your uh, fingers bitten off. Um. Uh,
0: that ever happen to you?
1: Well. Look at that. Oh, that is from a line. A, a line is ripping out hundred uh, pound braided line is ripping out because I've got a black tip shark on the end. yeah and I check the test at the same time that he pulls the line out and I get a carved and look at that. That's, that's like, a nice chunk. Yeah, that's like a uh, it's like a slice of pie. Or yeah. I could show you that or this. But that's from the drum circle, I you know I drum on some yeah. because it's okay. spiritual. Uh, but we'll get back to that. So shark fishing, I have a 15-foot surf caster. And you want a pole that long so that you can throw bait out as far as you can. The bait that I use is mullet. Like, I- I'm going to give you secrets here that most captains would not yeah. even care of, because... They would lose all their business. So I I cut up mullet, which is a bottom feeder um, herbivore, actually. So it eats eats plants. You cut those up. They're very oily. They're very bloody, which is what sharks love. I cut it up. I stick it onto a a one-and-a-half-inch circle hook. So if you take your finger like that, that's like one-and-a-half inches. So it's a big hook. And bait it on the end of a hundred pound braided line which means i can catch a 300 pound fish uh, on this line i got my 15 foot uh, surf caster on the end of the line right by the hook i have a wire leader so that thing uh it's like 500 pound wire i walk out to the sandbar uh, which is about 50 feet from shore now, between the water's edge and the sandbar, I, I saw three weeks ago, I saw bull sharks going after um, cow nose rays, uh, sting rays. And, I mean, it was, like, game on. And it was, like, out of, uh, you know, Wild Kingdom. Um, but so there's sharks in the ditch right in front of you. And so I, I kind of I wear, a, I wear a, a knife with me as I go out onto the sandbar. just in case I meet a friend, and it's possible. And then I take my 15-foot shark uh, uh, spin caster, surf caster, toss it out as far as I can, keep the bale open. I walk back to the beach where I have a fishing wagon literally anchored down into the sand, because when these sharks hit, they hit with such force, literally, they'll pick up the wagon and bring it out to sea, or... They'll take my uh, pen reel ten five, which is like the biggest, baddest uh, salt reel that, that pen makes, and they'll take that out to sea. And I've gone running after my my uh, my rod and reel set a couple times because these things—they're beasts. They're yeah.
0: Now, how'd you get started in shark fishing?
1: I've actually—I've been a fisherman. I used to fish the waterworks in Lake Forest back in high school and all the 85 bears mike hartenstein would go down there like wait what uh, is
0: this? I, i've only been here three four years so what is this water what
1: oh it's uh it's the water intake for the city of lake forest right by uh on lake street right by the rave yard and it. there's uh there's a gate an iron gate that goes down and uh, there's a code to the gate well when i went to high school 30 years ago, there was never a gate there. So I used to go down there all the time with a cut up smelt, throw the line in, sit down. I had a rod holder, I'd read the paper and I would end up catching like brown trout when when boats were coming in catching nothing, I was catching fish. I I had grandparents that had places down on Longboat uh, when I was growing up. And so I came down here all the time. And when COVID hit and I understand that we're not going to be talking about the craziness of local Illinois politics and all that Yeah, because
0: I'm here and you're not.
1: I decided that I was not going to stand for that crap anymore. And so I, I went down to the epicenter of freedom for the last two years, Florida. Ron DeSantis is the best thing since sliced bread. I'm sure that there's lots of folks on this podcast that won't agree with that. But I wanted to not support what I don't support, which is the state of Illinois, and I'm never going to pay them another dime in income tax ever in my life again. And I'm going to fully support states that stand for freedom and all that stuff and don't take any crap from people that don't know what they're talking about. So So, I moved down here. I knew I was going to come to Longboat, ended up buying just in the nick of time, and opened up Shark Guy Beach Fishing because I needed something to do. I mean, don't get me wrong. I also work at an aquarium and yeah. I teach children about pencil urchins and uh, pointy urchins and rays and sharks and all that. But...
0: So now you're, full, you're a full-time Florida guy or you're a six-month, one-day guy? Or is that something that's off the record?
1: If you want to take advantage of the tax rules, uh, if, if you want to follow the law, and that happened to be Which we uh, convenient do. for, in some tax domiciles, uh, one would move down here, purchase a home, uh, volunteer at a foundation, and then you have to spend a significant amount of time. And um, yeah, that's what I do.
0: I mean, I'm thinking about doing that, Rob. I'm thinking about Wisconsin, you know, having something up there and then, you know, Go, you know, something in Florida. Yeah, uh, a lot of people are thinking that. What, what, what are some of the tips that you can give somebody that wants to uh, head over to Florida? That's from Illinois. Yeah.
1: So uh, you know, wherever you would be moving to, uh, I think you want to first of all make sure that you understand what the rules of engagement are in that state. Understand what the rules of engagement are in the state of Illinois. Uh, A lot of it comes down to exactly what you said, six months and one day, which comes out to 183 days, 183 days a year. And 183 days represents the number of days that you cannot live in Illinois. It doesn't mean that I have to be in Longboat Key, Florida, for 183 days. And in fact, this upcoming summer, uh, I'm taking a... Trip to Sturgis, of course, and Pete. I have one more slot left. Yeah, um, I have housing. I have all that. So anybody interested in a bucket list item from uh, Mr. Freedom? So when I go to Sturgis, that counts against the 183 days. Or if I travel to Europe for something, that counts against the 183 days. So it's 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 not that you have to be in a certain location for 183. You have to be out of Illinois for 183, and then you have to. You keep meticulous notes. I keep all, all receipts of everything that I transact out in Florida, grocery receipts, when I go to the bait store. They're pretty strict sort of, on that. I fully expect that I'm going to be audited. And uh, when you're audited, uh, they can do cell phone pings. You know they, And what I say is bring it on because I am not going to give you another dime because in the state of Illinois, you can't keep your citizens safe uh, you fully support the destruction and the burning of our cities and towns without addressing the root cause. And you know what? Enough is enough. I have a friend over right now from uh, Charleston, South Carolina. He moved from Lake Bluff, right around the corner from me, to yeah. Charleston because guess what? He had enough. And I know another guy. I was in the Indian Guides. I am in the Indian Guides. And, and, and he left the Indian Guides, uh, you know, leader in India, and moved to Nashville. Why? Because he had enough. Enough of this crap. These people back in Illinois, and I know this isn't the purpose for the, for the, 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 the podcast, but it's insanity. What I tell my wife is we either accept it and therefore support it, or we don't yeah. accept yeah. it and we don't support it. And so, you know, enough of all that ridiculousness. Yeah. We know that there is a party that starts with a D that literally cannot govern because they're idiots. They're pure idiots. But, you know.
0: Let's see when you call them, idiots. That's so, you know.
1: It's not nice. And that's why I think we have the invasion going on right now because the the other guy in the presidency wasn't nice, right? I mean, he wasn't nice, yeah. so we have to get somebody else in there, and he's going to do so much better. And now we got a war, and now we got inflation, we got the markets going insane. Yeah. Great idea. Great idea, dumbass leftists. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry.
0: I know, Honestly, but it's.
1: Honesty is the best policy and, no. and people people don't appreciate my honesty, but I'll tell you what, I am nothing but pure, straightforward, honest.
0: Rob, so people,
1: I, I hear from so many people like, I can never say that because I'd get fired. Well, I don't have to worry about that because <laughs> I have a, a, you know, a very, very successful shark fishing business.
0: I'm taking 25 bucks a month from you, right? First of all, number one rule of business is never argue another man's wallet. If it's legal, don't argue it. A political contribution, that's a different thing, but it's, it could be 25 bucks or it could be 25,000 bucks. This is how I'm making a living, all right? So
1: well, let me tell you something. Like you have many more sponsors that you just rattled off than,, what, you know, what, what I heard a couple months ago. So that's fabulous. But you are the best deal since sliced bread. I'm fishing down in Florida. I'm catching lots of fish, and I, you know, I, my marketing, I, I'm coming out with a 2.0, which we can t- talk about later from a website. It's like my, just, gra- you know, my great, you,
0: my great you, point average.
1: You are mine too. You are the best deal since sliced bread. So anybody in Lake Forest, Lake Bluff, you know, Northern Illinois, they should be begging you to put them on. So I challenge. <laughs> All other business owners that are out there right now, trump my level of sponsorship so that you get the main sponsorship. And, you know, I'll lay back in the weeds. I'm fine. I just want to start something new because you deserve it, Pete. You're good. You're a good egg.
0: But, Rob, you were on the show. Rob Rob was on the show. I can't do business with that show. What the hell? Where did all this love come from? It just started the other day in a chat room. Some uh, some green meanies. I call, I call the uh, turf bashers green meanies. The people don't want the AstroTurf.
1: Oh, I don't have but a so, position on that. I, my position is whatever yours is. I concede to you.
0: Well, it's not about having a position. It's I played on AstroTurf. It gave me, I got two fake knees, two fake hips. All right? I feel it every morning. But the alternative is... In this climate, if you don't have the AstroTurf, then you have down days and kids can't play or kids got to leave, you know, town. I, I see that, okay? So so there's a little chat room, and, I, and we did a podcast that said this is why there won't be uh, grass fields. In an ideal wor- wor- world, you want grass, but nobody wants to pay for it. It started yeah. 20 years ago when they stopped taking care of the fields. How
1: much is it? How much is the turf?
0: Something like $10 million. Wow. And it's not so much the money as these these people are talking about uh, the plastics of it and the disposal and the environmental stuff. And confirmation bias is everywhere. If you want something to be harmful, you'll find a reason why it's harmful. You know, that's not where I'm going. But put a link out there that says, this is why grass won't happen. Yeah. And then, oh, you've had Rob on the show. There's no way I'll listen to that drivel. And I'm like, really? Okay. What happened, they, they mentioned the Lake Bluff Militia, what was the lake, was this just a COVID thing, or was there something before that, or what, what the hell happened?
1: Yeah, We've been well, with you
0: before, but for the new listeners.
1: So there was an organization that was created on Facebook right at the beginning of uh, the COVID lockdowns, I want to say like February of 2020-ish. I started it as basically a response right when COVID was hitting, we all recall like the governors came in they shut everything down. And then when the governor in Illinois shut everything down, then all the cities, of course, and villages, you know, they, they discontinued their programs. And what I mean by that, so this happened in like February of 2020, 4th of July parades, art festivals, you know, all the stuff that happens on the North shore, which we all used to love, all got canceled. Well, on whatever day it was that, uh, that Lake Bluff canceled the 4th of July uh, parade, that's when I went live with the militia. And I basically said, I, I come from 30 years in biotech and pharma. I understand how to read clinical studies. I understand viruses. Uh, I have lots of physicians that are friends of mine. I, I've spent time in every hospital around the Chicagoland area and around the country and actually world um not that i'm a pro and i'm not but i I understand i can i can read and think for myself think independently collect information and make a judgment Mm -hmm. and uh i was just saying you know what uh there's we've gone too far we've shut everything down um no one i have kids little kids they weren't going to be able to go to summer camp we didn't know what was going to happen, you know, as far as what can we do, what can't we do. Are we truly confined to our house? And I said, you know what, I'm a freedom guy. Enough of this crap. So I started the Lake Bluff Militia. The Lake Bluff Militia was all about doing what we want to do um, and not needing the government to tell us or hand us, hand, give us handouts. Uh, so I started throwing concerts in, uh, in, in downtown Lake Bluff in the gazebo. Mm-hmm. The entire community went crazy because they said, oh, COVID, we're going to die. And I figured out, I navigated ways where, you know what, there's ways that we could, uh, we could have a concert. And there's mm-hmm. ways that you can organize this thing where it's be 100% legal. So everything that I did was 100% legal. Uh, I could care less what other you know what the other people thought. I wanted to have a concert. I wanted to be outside under the stars in the summer and and you know have some wine outside and have the kids run around with smiles on their face. And I made it happen. and uh, and and many people in the militia made it happen. Lots of people were responsible, not just me, but I was the fall guy for it all, and I didn't care. So yeah, we created the militia. There was uh, it. It was a lot of fun. We poked a lot of fun at what was happening with the government, even though you know everybody was like, "Oh, you don't laugh about death." You know what? You do you. I'm gonna do me. You know, if you don't want to laugh about death, that's fine. I'm gonna mock it, and I'm gonna yeah. you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw concerts, and and if I end up on a gurney, well, guess what? I did it living instead of you know being being in my cave afraid, you know, curled up like a ball, like half of the people in the world. I just don't subscribe to it. And I do something about it.
0: And of course you're a you're a button pusher. You gotta say that. Come on. What? You push what? buttons. You you push buttons. Come on.
1: Just uh, us. On just us two guys. With my finger problem, you know, it's hard. Look at that. So
0: So were you loved before COVID? Like, was was this love fest existing for you before COVID, or it just happened February 2020? That's what I'm just trying to understand.
1: Um, From a professional perspective, there was a great deal of time that I was responsible for external communications and relations uh, with all different kinds of groups and all different kinds of people, and... My genetics yeah. somehow coming from uh, from Europe and Scandinavia are are, are um, have a core competency in awareness creation.
0: What the hell is that?
1: <laughs> uh, Did you just make that up? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, like, look, I,
0: I get the Democrat Republican thing. You know, fundamentalism. Uh, I get it and. You're entitled to it. That's why we live in America. That's why we're not in Russia. Thank, you know, thank God we're not in Ukraine. And uh, do you think there is uh, anything? I've asked uh, the Northwestern uh, president this. It's really hard to have a common goal now for everybody to gather around. I mean, Pearl Harbor, Man on the Moon, 9-11, uh, You know we had just what happened in Afghanistan that's not a big enough deal for the country to uh, come together what do you think it'll take for everybody to have a common goal because if you're in a foxhole or if it's fourth and one you know it's hard to find an atheist in that foxhole you know what what needs to happen in America for us to get our act together
2: and actually Saul and I have very different levels of optimism mainly because Saul is an expert in Russian history which suggests that the world is indeed coming to an end. But so, is there any event that could bring us together? What do you think? Well, that's a really interesting question. Um, it would have to be the sort of event where people felt that it was more important to work with each other than to use the crisis as a way to beat up <clears throat> on each other, that that would be what it has to be, Um, you know, and and you could tell, you know, and we've had many of those in our history, you know, um, Pearl Harbor, obviously, being one. um, But, you know, I find it, I don't think it's impossible, but I find it hard to um, imagine, you know, what it would be now. It wasn't, you know, a pandemic, which would kill, I mean, pandemic, Republicans and Democrats alike, right? <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, you know, this crisis, you know, you know, in Afghanistan. I mean, okay, <clears throat> so now you get everybody <clears throat> criticizing the president, but they most want to criticize <clears throat> each other, right? Um, yeah. And what would it be? I don't know. Um, uh, you know, if there were a. You know, if we had a major depression, well, you could play the blame game on that. What couldn't you? And I, I, there probably is something, and I'm hoping it's going to be, but I can't imagine it.
0: I'm going to ask you is, is there anything that can happen in this country that can bring both sides together on something? Because there's a fine line. What, what what could happen? All right. Yeah. Bring when,
1: it. when I when, when spend time in paradise, and I have a little time to think about stuff. I love Joe Manchin. I think, I think that Joe Manchin, a friend of mine, said, uh, he's not a Democrat, the guy's a patriot. And imagine for a moment, with all the stuff that's going on right now, if we would have passed another $1.9 trillion free money grab bag, Imagine where we would be right now. And so uh, I think what Manchin did, he stood up against the entire Democratic Party and he stood up for what's good for America. Mm -hmm. And I swear to God, if he ran for president and he had somebody imagine this, crazy thought, Tim Scott as a vice president, I would vote for that ticket in a second. And why? Because they're making decisions based on what's good for America. I'm not saying that the Republicans, I better align with Republican ideals. There's other ideals that I align with. I I happen to be a pro-choice person. Like if the Republicans would remove the plank for... Uh, abortion, I think that they would stand to make many, many more gains on moderate Democrats than they would lose from uh, hard right Republicans. And so I I think that there's a way to do it. The stuff that I go crazy about is the stuff that I believe that one party holds as core uh, elements to their priorities.
0: Fundamentals. Yeah. Fundamentals. They just draw think, a line. Think- There's nothing. I can't go beyond that line. There's no, it's either this or that. It's binary.
1: Yes. If you look at the core, I've also thought a lot about this. If you look at what is core to the Republican Party, from my perspective, employment, yeah. immigration, earnings, uh... uh, uh individualism, self-accountability, all that. And then I look at the Democrats' core and the Democrats' core is, uh, you know, fairness from a social perspective, social justice, open borders. I believe, you know, get, get as many people in as possible. I also believe that they can't win on their ideas, on their policy. And so things like cancel culture, I think that they stack the deck however they can to achieve the end result regardless of how they get there. And so things like conservative opinions on Facebook during the 2020 elections, like Facebook kicked me and everybody else, you know, that had any opinions that said the other side is insane. And and so what happens is the right gets canceled and the right gets canceled because the left has relationships with these people that can cancel them instead of winning on the merits of the policy. They just want to shut you off to shut you up. I've been around the block too much. And because I am genetically really good at pushing buttons or creating awareness, I do it and I ain't ever going to stop. You know what's, what's really funny is people in the community and, have tried to use you have no idea what to shut me up. But what they don't get is I have learned to maneuver things and equip things in areas that head people off at the pass. Just do. Because I know what they're gonna do. Like these, these people are so stupid, I know what they're gonna do. And it's just amusing when it happens. They you know, I'm sure you know at their freak show dinner party wine experiences when they say oh we're so smart they're not you 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 can forecast what they're gonna do simple good god
0: well 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 said rob well said (laughs) you got so you're gonna come back you gonna do any other concerts or uh i know of a good band that's starting to get together
1: well uh, you know it, it's funny that you mentioned that I uh, I do want to uh, and I may pursue this yeah. I do I, I think it's important the um, the Lake Bluff Church of spiritual redemption uh, think of which I am the pastor yes I'm an ordained minister in the state of Illinois and in just in case the governor decided to do any uh, executive order about uh, congregations with COVID, you would know that uh, the outdoor religious services were exempted. And what a shock, uh, the Lake Bluff Church of Spiritual Redemption run by me, started throwing services that reflected the power of the Lord through music. And so we may decide that we're going to do um, the first annual Lake Bluff Tattoo Fest. Well, we're going to do tattoos. We're going to bring music out there. It's going to be like Woodstock, and it's but it's going to be a you know the Church of Lake Bluff spiritual redemption because there are so many people in Lake Bluff that need to be redeemed. Believe me, I know these people. I know by name, actually. I should go knock on their door. But uh, we're going to put on, I think we're going to put on a Woodstock Tattoo Fest. What do you think about that? How awesome is that?
0: Uh, you got any tattoos?
1: Not yet. Think... Uh, but okay. There's a great tattoo store that just opened in, in Lake Bluff on Waukegan, Body Works. And they do great work. And I would beg them to actually come and, you know, put a put a tattoo table out on the village green and bring out the tattoo artists. And, you know, maybe we could have a drum circle or something, you know, around them spiritual to, you know, really make sure that the ink goes in without it becoming toxic.
0: I hear tattoos don't feel good.
1: Well, I'm just shocked that Lake Bluff hasn't yet had a tattoo fest. Uh, on the Village Green.
0: You know, you brought up Drum Circle. I see a lot of uh, videos of uh, you banging the drum. I mean, because you're genetically inclined to do that. Yeah. Uh, Do do you think you'll start the inaugural Lake Bluff Drum Circle uh, at a certain time?
1: uh, Well, I I, I actually think that 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 would be a nice way to connect with members of the community, there's no doubt especially musicians, you know, I don't think that they're necessarily conservative and so I think it's a great idea. Maybe the podcast could um, maybe it could be the I, the podcast Lake Lake Forest Podcast Drum Circle. I would show it. Well, up.
0: I do know of a band called the Sassholes that is looking for a place to play. I will, you know, I know I like the that base name. software as a service, Sassholes. Sasshole. Uh, I know I know the bassist pretty well. He's mediocre, but he knows a lot of people. And I'll see if I can get him to uh, play the event if and when it occurs. So this will be sometime in August, I'm guessing?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: All right. we, We might have to do a sponsorship just for the Tattoo Fest, brought to you by the Lake Bluff, the first annual Lake Bluff Tattoo Fest.
0: All right. Well, you know what? I don't know who owns the place, but we can have them on the show and you know t- talk about yes. it and
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. relieve my fear. It's, of... it's a great business. They've been in business for about a year and a half. Uh, they they started the business right at the beginning of COVID. They put Perfect. all their money into it. Yeah, and it, it's a it's actually I've been inside. It's a it's a beautiful building, and they're really nice people.
0: Okay, I'm in. I'm in. You want to give a shout out.
1: Yes, uh, I think it's Jennifer. Is it Jennifer Wagman? Jet, uh, how
0: you doing? Shout out,
1: Jennifer Pinner Wagman, body piercing artist at Evolution Body. It's a great. It's a great business. They've done really well, and uh, they were they did it while they were kicking into the teeth of the wind of COVID.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll 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 help them. We'll help them. Uh, okay, Rob, well, I think we've, we answered a couple questions. One, what the hell is, uh, sh- who is Shark Guy? And what is Shark Guy? We figured that out. Uh, number, number two, why are people so pissed at you? Has nothing I to do they, with police. I think they beliefs. love
1: me. You know, they, they, there's, there's such a fine line between love and hate. I, I think they love me, but they just, they're not thinking right.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> Being in the mental health business, you know, it's all about upbringing. You know how, right? It, it, it's all about uh, nurture, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So, so Rob, this is a nice little installment. Uh, I, I can't wait to feel the love of all the the uh, Terry typers in the chat rooms. Uh, yeah. I can hear them right now. Uh, did you see? Uh, let that aggression out, and uh, hopefully we can make some people feel better. Reverend Rob, you know, th- uh, thank you for, for coming on the show.
1: There isn't just anybody that can get on to the Lake Forest podcast, so I feel extremely honored that Actually, I have this it's opportunity. Not true. I have an announcement that I've not announced anywhere in the world until right now. Sharkguybeachfishing.com. Is going to, within about a week, upgrade to Shark Guy Outdoors. What does that mean? Whoa! Whoa! All right, so I've been catching shark on the beach and that's been awesome. But down here in Florida, there's also, down in South Florida, I've got manatees that live all around my house. I'm opening up Shark Guy Kayak Tours. And believe it or not, in Florida, you can go into rivers, freshwater rivers, avoid alligators. You can dig for megalodon teeth and fossils, vertebrae, bones, mastodon teeth, shark teeth, uh, megalodon teeth, uh, great white. And so I'm also going to open up under Shark Guy Outdoors, Shark Guy Beach Fishing, Shark Guy Kayak Tours, Shark Guy Fossil Hunting. And we're gonna take people up. I will customize uh, these packages for anybody who comes to the Sarasota area. Uh, I promise that I'm not gonna talk about politics unless somebody wants to talk about that. But the point is that I am. I'm all about building a memory, and I want to create a memory for somebody that's never caught a shark off a beach because it's unbelievable. Someone that hasn't ever gone into a kayak and and navigated. Uh, between manatee uh, and stingrays, and you know other crabs and jellyfish and beautiful animals in the bay, and uh, and fossil hunting. So it's you all heard it here, here first. You heard it here first.
0: By the way, that's twenty five dollars for each brand.
1: Well, so What's Shark that? Guy Outdoors is also going to become a Patreon, so it's going to be the Shark Guy Beach Fishing, but we're gonna. Okay. And again, for folks that have businesses in Lake Forest and Northern Illinois, Lake Bluff, all you got to do is pay more than me to become the, the premier sponsor and my stuff gets de-emphasized. And so I just challenge you, look at the quality of, uh, of, of the you, podcast and this is how, this is how the podcast continues. This is how we continue the podcast.
0: Can I accept an ad that says Rob sucks?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Boom. (laughs) Or
1: uh, Rob, a.k.a. Shark Guy, a.k.a. uh, Minister, a.k.a. uh, 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 Militia. Yeah.
0: All that. Okay, got it. All right, Rob.
1: He sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, man, like, it's a free, George Washington fought for your right. To do whatever you want, and people either choose to accept that, or they want somebody else to make all their decisions for them. If you want all the decisions made for you, someone will make those. That's fine, but you know what? Don't tell me what what to do. Just don't. It's a waste of time.
0: Rob, what's the best There's way for thing. for our loyal listeners that are growing by the second to learn more about Shark Guy?
1: Well, they can right now go on to www.sharkguybeachfishing.com uh, or they're going to be able to use the URL www.sharkguyoutdoors.com in about a week.
0: In about a but week? You, All if right. You
1: check out, if you check out uh, sharkfish, uh, sharkguybeachfishing.com and you send a note, I will see it. and. By the way, there are lots of detractor fans that I have that are already doing that, so I I, I welcome all. Like I, I don't I don't discern between supporters and not e-
0: equal I opportunity. I
1: have, all, I have friends everywhere.
0: Of course you do. Of course. So I'm hearing. So I'm hearing. All right, Rob. Thanks for coming on the show, my friend.
1: Pete. I appreciate your willingness to allow me to sponsor your awesome podcast, and challenge everybody else. Just beat me, just, just beat it. it doesn't take. There's money.
0: nothing to beat. It's, it's 25 bucks. You can have your logo right next to Rob. You can have, you can have Shark Guy, and then you can have a sucks uh, logo yeah, right next yeah. to it. Okay. Let,
1: let, let's turn it into uh, you know a fun little thing.
0: All right. Thanks for listening to the Lake Forest Podcast. Please give us five stars on Apple Podcasts and smash that like button on Facebook, Instagram, and follow us on Twitter. Let us know what you, what you like to hear about in the upcoming shows. Again, I'm Pete. I can be reached at Pete at LakeForestPodcast.com. The link will be in the podcast notes. We thank our Patreon supporter, Shark Guy Beach Fishing. They're the premier South Florida beach fishing experience out of Longboat Key, Florida. Their world-renowned captains not only put you on the fish, but to help you and your family make a memory of a lifetime. Check them out on Facebook or at SharkGuyBeachFishing.com. Contact them today to schedule an outing. Shark Guy is that guy for your next charter. We also like to say we're thankful for our Patreon supporters, Reverend Luke Back from the Church of the Holy Spirit. Matt A, Elizabeth B, Costa, Lance Otto, RDM, and the Brat Stop Breakfast Group in Kenosha. We thank you for listening. Cue the music.